Welcome to I Don't Want to Grow Up, the podcast for two guys who would much prefer that you drive so we can stare at our phones. I mean, honestly. Talk about how things were infinitely better when they were kids and spend an entire episode convincing themselves that they are right. I am Felix Passenger Seat Schlater. I am Jordan Aisle Seat Strat. <laughs> I realized about a third of the way through the intro that I hadn't come up with anything. <laughs> Same I like, thing. Crap. I panicked. You got you got halfway through. I was like, oh no, oh, no, 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 no. Man, it's been a minute and a half since it is. we've hit record. I like how we 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 record an episode where we made this whole big deal about, hey, we're back. We're back again. We're going to be doing this regularly. Yeah. And then we didn't. Which means we're humans on social media, right? <laughs> right. It's only like sociopaths who are like consistent, right? With yeah. uploads. Yeah. Yeah. It's their problem. It's not us. It's not us. It's you. We don't have commitment it's issues. All it's of fine. You. It's fine. All of us together. That's right. But let me tell you something. Today's I want to know. Today's a fun episode mm. because uh, we got a little sponsor. <gasps> Today's podcast is brought to you by Charles Peterson and Brian Russell's newly released children's book, God Creates a Snake. Snake! The boss will see you now. Today is Snake's creation day at the creation station, and God has a meeting planned to discuss the way ahead. Snake quickly finds out just how much he can do while also learning about some of his uh, shortcomings. Now you can be a fly on the wall to this hilarious creation story. God Creates a Snake is great fun for the whole family, but don't just take our word for it. <laughs> Jennifer Padgett of the San Francisco Book Review says, God Creates a Snake is precious, hilarious, and full of fun. Get your copy of God Creates a Snake on Amazon today. Your kids will thank you, and you may even thank yourself. Hey. So thank you, you two beautiful boys who wrote God Creates a Snake. We appreciate you, and we love you, and thanks for being fans of the show. All of those things. All of those things, check boxes, thumbs up, agreed from this side of the table. That's right. So today we are talking about getting around. Ooh. <laughs> you want to explain that uh, a little bit? Specifically, the, the transportation variety. Oh, I see. You well, know, that's getting not around exciting. town, getting to work, getting to and from school. Getting to and from places sure. in general. And Jason Statheming. Yeah. Hither and fro. Is it hither and fro? <laughs> hither to. Hither to. Hither and, to. And, and Frodo Baggins. Therefore, Frodo Baggins to and go. from Mount Doom. And the Silmarillion. There and back again. Right. A hobbit's tail. Woo! But we're drinking tonight. Like we oh always Oh, God, are. we are? These are alcoholic? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Who knew? Just kidding. I knew because I picked these up. And these little beverages we're drinking this week are called Wheels Goes Round. That's very hard to say, actually. It is actually really hard to say. It, it Wheels Goes Round. It gets you. It gets you, especially when you've had a few of these. Wheels Goes Round is from Left Hand Brewing. Left Hand Brewing is is out over there in Longmont, Colorado. I'm sure you've heard of it, right? Haven't you, you dummy? Uh, but this this specific beer is brewed in support of Bike MS. It's the largest fundraising bike series in the world, whose mission is to raise awareness about and combat multiple sclerosis. The Wheels Goes Round is a beer with a mission. Crafted with lemon peel and raspberries, it is an incredibly clean fruit and funk forward ale. That goes down smooth. Mm, mm, it's very good. It it's, does not taste like an alcoholic beverage. It tastes like we're drinking a tame Mike's Hard something. It's so delicious. It's very good. And, and I'm and also wonderful. I'm a big fan of Left Hand uh, Brewing. I'm too. Um, their Nitro Milk Stout. Yeah, they they were actually one of the first beers so I had. Good. Cutting me through many a night. 
Thank you, left hand. Team left hand. They got kind of sad at the end. (laughs) Are you okay? (laughs) I feel so sad right now. (laughs) I need my left hand. (laughs) Brewing company. But let us get into it. We are talking. I don't know why I did that voice. Yeah, that was interesting. Straight from... It was, you know, my William Wallace charging (laughs) forward sort of idea. It was inspiring. I feel. I threw a sword. I threw a long sword. I could kill an Englishman right now. (laughs) No question. Robert De Bruce was by my side. (laughs) He was a great guy, wasn't he? (laughs) Um, But yeah, we are talking about transportation, getting around town, getting to and fro. Dough Baggins. I, I'm going to do We're going to keep time. going down the Frodo Road, okay? And we need to stop it. Woo. Yeah. So as kids, uh, transportation, we didn't have a lot of options. We were perpetually in the passenger seat, whichever one it may be. Unfortunately, we didn't have cell phones back then to distract us from all the horrors of the world around oh, us no. and our feelings like we, we had do today. To, uh, we had to. Did you, did you guys have a station wagon growing up? <laughs> okay. Did you have friends who had station wagons? Yes. So when you sat in the back, facing backwards, driving down backwards, the interstate? Backwards, or they had like the side, they, they, you know, the side seats. Yes. You could like stare at each other. There was something incredible about that experience. I'm not going to lie. Uh, my first girlfriend's family had a station wagon, and I made out in the back of that. Ooh. Okay. While they were driving? Yes. Oh, no, wow. No, come on. We had integrity <laughs> as 15-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember, I have distinct memories of riding in the back seat yeah. of those station wagons on the interstate while my friend's parents are driving. And of course, you're making eye contact with the poor schlub behind the the, the car. And then you have these two like 12-year-olds just staring them down, <laughs> trying to make faces at them. Wait, do you get car sick? No, I do not. You do not. So if like, I read now, I kind of do. But back then, no. No, if you read while driving, you don't. If I read while driving, I, I hit people. Oh, okay. You don't, so you don't have time to get car sick. You're busy with your collisions. If I am in the passenger seat and I read, I do get a little vertigo-ish. Okay. Like, you know, you I know, can't scientific just like, term. Yeah. Yeah, vertigo-ish. 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 <laughs> that sounds like Yiddish. It's my favorite kosher meal. Vertigo-ish. Gosh, we're offending so many people. All right. Uh, no more sponsors for us. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, but when we were, when you were kids, you are kind of just relegated to bicycles uh, but but the freedom the freedom that bicycles entail <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa whoa tell whoa. me about it hang on you Let, need to chill <laughs> you need to calm down whoa <laughs> bike loyalist over here but okay. it was like when you when you had that first bike and you were able to cruise around on it it didn't yeah. have training wheels and your Mm-mm. friends all came over with their bikes like the shenanigans right oh, yeah the shenanigans the baseball card it's and stranger the things any any eighties movie with that that stars kids stand by me. There was an things. important thing that happened. They were it. on bicycles. Yeah, they bicycles. were riding around bicycles. Yeah, yeah, they were riding around on bikes, and because it just that was your mode of getting from your place to your friend's house or to the pool or the swimming hole. Because what are you going to do? Walk? I'd rather yeah. die. I'd rather die. Yeah, I'd rather stand on your pegs on your bike. <laughs> Like I'm not gonna, I, I'm gonna make it more difficult for you to pedal your bike. Yeah. Because I don't want to walk. Yeah. Why don't you just ride on top of my handlebars? Yeah. Put that little booty right there. Oh yeah. Just ride up on front. Hey, look, the station wagon's open. <laughs> How about that? Close the hatch. <laughs> That's Shh, neat. Fine. That's neat. But yeah, you're stuck getting rides from your folks, from your friends' folks, or like the worst is like your siblings, uh, or your your friends' older siblings, because they don't oh, want to yeah. give you a ride. Yeah. They don't want to. But if you're, you know, it's like going to the movies and then the mom calls down, take your younger brother and sister with you. And 
Yeah. Did, was did, your... you get, did you get that talk? Because I... I rarely, I mean, I was the, I was the younger sibling. Uh-huh. You were the elder sibling. I was. My brother and I are four years apart. And fortunately, we got along for the most part. Mm-hmm. So, and, and like a lot of the friends we had were the same friends. So by the time I started driving, we were all hanging out anyway. But I'm talking like the big difference in ages when it's like early middle school and then late high school. Yeah. I remember having those those sort of occasions where we wanted to go to the movies, me and my little middle school friends, and then their older siblings, which it's always like a, oh, well, your sister's really hot. <laughs> oh, no, she has to give us a ride. That's a bummer. <laughs> I'll sit in the front. Why do you want to sit in the front? That's dumb. <laughs> no I reason. Get, I get car sick. <laughs> Heather, your braces are really awesome. <laughs> We had bikes. We had rollerblades. Yeah, for like a year, I felt like. Yeah, yeah, just a year. <laughs> You're right. That was just a, such are a those sh- short period. Wait, what are those in the corner? Um, are those wheelie boots? They have <laughs> <laughs> ye old wheelie boots. <laughs> boots with the wheels and the fuzz. <sighs> you couldn't get around anywhere. It's you not... couldn't get far enough. I feel like whenever I, I rollerblade, whenever I bladed anywhere, <clears throat> uh, whenever I was competing was against Team X Blades. <laughs> For my woman's honor in her station wagon. It was for my mom's my mom's pet washing company. <laughs> Your yeah. bowl cut looks so I good. feel like I never I never rollerbladed anywhere except for like the street in front of my house. <laughs> Just the cul-de-sac. Where else are you gonna go? Because you can't like go somewhere because when you get there, you don't have shoes. <laughs> Then you look like a homeless person when you arrive. That's why you tie your shoelaces together on your shoes and you sling them over your shoulder. Did you do no, that? No, that's dumb. Did you that's so dumb? <laughs> Who does that? I mean, hypothetically, <laughs> some idiot might do that. Like, if, if you if you were like a dummy, you would do that, right? <laughs> like, if you're like, I'm going to the store like a dummy with my shoes over my shoulder. That's so much forethought. <laughs> I was eight. What am I gonna? I don't think of those things. I need immediate gratification and comfort at all times. Do you remember? That's the, why I was um, fat. Do you remember like the uh, <laughs> the rollerblade things that you could snap on the bottom of your shoes? What you ever seen those? I feel like I have, but it's it's. I, but you're still hmm. carrying around blades <laughs> when you get to where you're going. Yeah, like what do I do with these? They've been touching the ground the entire time. Been I gotta hold the ground. I gotta hold them. I gotta hold them. Just, oh yeah, I'm a masseuse. I can massage you with the wheels. I don't know. Whoa. I don't know. Is that don't look you, at me like that. Is that how you paid for college? Oh, you didn't go to college. <laughs> I you didn't get enough money. You didn't get money. Because no one would let me give them a massage. <laughs> my wheelie massage. My dirty rollerblade wheels. With my wheelie boot massage. <laughs> um, yeah, until we got a Heelys. Mm. But that, that took care of the problem right there, right? Did Wait, you go- were you a Heely kid? No, but I feel like you would be. I was not. That you was wouldn't like, be? I was just past that, like, oh. right when they came out. Oh, they were popular. Uh, yeah, because I was in middle school. You were, probably, you were in high school, right? I did have right? soaps. Hygienically, yeah, we'll leave it at that. That's that's what? that's no, just as no, cool, right? water soaps. Yeah. yeah, I don't even like you know, soaps as are? the world turns. What are you talking oh, about? Wow, so imagine if you're looking at the, 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 the bottom of a pair of shoes, okay, and so vertically is the long direction of the shoe, in the middle, there's like a piece of plastic that's like waxed up, and they were like concave, so you could run up to curbs. Oh, and you can and like then grind jump them. and then grind the curb. Would it be made of soap? No, they're just called soaps. They were like a plastic that you would put you would put the wax on the uh, 
on the I've the never shoe. heard of these. Wow. I've never heard oh, of yeah, these. Oh, yeah, the professional soapers could do, like, rails. Get and... the hell out of here. I professional soapers is not. a thing that human beings say. Was a thing. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Professional soapers? You ha- oh, he's Google. Oh, God. Oh, ladies on. and gentlemen, Jordan has hit the Goog. He's giving it a Goog. I'm Googing it hard he's right now. He's Googing Hyman. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Yes. Yes. So I was really I was really cool. Yeah, you sound like you, you got a lot of babes. <laughs> Did you get a lot of babes? You know, like just prize-winning uh, pigs. pigs. That, that could talk, you know. So, yeah, I never had, uh, <laughs> never had Heelys. But... Uh, <laughs> But way cooler, yeah. <laughs> On the way cooler huh. spectrum, huh? Um, the the soaps, soaps. That's a that's a new one. I didn't think I'd learn something tonight. Wow, look at you. This is great. I still remember the day I got my license. Okay, so I'm gonna back up just a second. Yeah, just a hair. Were you like super gung ho about like, okay, I'm 15, got to get my learner's permit, got to get my hours in. Like hounding your parents, like can I can I please drive? Can I please drive? Like, were you that kid? Were you super gung ho about it? I grew up in Kentucky, and so when I got my permit, we didn't have hours. You just had it for six months, and then you could take the test for mm. the license, right? Mm-hmm. So I was excited about learning how to drive. So like any kind of trips, any kind of things like that, I would ask to drive, or my my parents would ask, like you want you want to try driving the interstate, things like that, like that. I you know just getting getting experience wherever. Yeah, I was excited to to finally get out of the clutches of my house. My parents don't understand me. That was always the best. It was just so funny. Like whenever your mom or your dad would like stand up and say like, I got to go to the grocery store and get something. Like when you were in that point where you had your learner's permit or your (laughs) early license. Oh, God, please. Oh, God, give me the keys. Oh, God. It is my lifeblood. You'd run and grab your tapes or your like your CD booklet of like your music. Oh, I'm going to feel some feelings on this drive to Kroger. You'd blast newfound glory for (laughs) 0.25 miles. Catalyst. (laughs) Yeah, it was was going down. (laughs) And then you'd you'd be there. Yeah, and then you have feelings while you're picking up milk. (laughs) You're avocado. (laughs) 2% herbal milk. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, but I do remember the day that I finally went in. I was stressed out of my mind. And um, I got one of these. I still wonder to this day if my driving instructor, like, because I remember I I, I got to the, everything was great. Every, look at me. Look at me. Hey, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm normal. I'm normal. My driving teacher. My driving instructor, we got in. I was, did everything perfectly. dead bodies in the trunk. I did everything fine. We melted them down Walter White style. Um, I did everything fine. And then we got to parallel parking. Oh. Which I'm an okay parallel parker. I was back then. I did driving school. I knew, I knew all the tricks and, and the and the directions and ways to turn it and the and all the everything. Okay? Is this what you were telling me? I was great. <laughs> I said this verbatim. <laughs> <laughs> and he clicked his little pen and then looked at his. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he just scribbled onto his clipboard and he said, no, I swear. I know all the turns and the tricks. <laughs> and so I did the, uh, I, I I started parallel parking and I, I reversed and I scooted in and I did not get close enough because they told me if you hit the curb, it's an automatic fail. Uh, and so, so like my driving instructor, I was like, I'll just do it short. And he's like, you can inch in as many times as you want. But if you hit that curb, you fail. What? And so, what? And so I, I inched in and I was way short of the curb so i was like ah, 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 ah. it was like the austin power yeah. scene with and 
What kind of? It like, took me 17 years. I swear, it was the longest. We're still here. We're in it was the, the car. <laughs> Jordan is still parallel parking. It was the longest. It got Zentra. so bad. He turned. He goes, "Look, it's 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 fine. It's fine." <laughs> and then he just he made a note. I don't know what he wrote down or what he circled or X. <laughs> he wrote L O L before that was even a thing. Yeah, he he invented it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> This is like because this is back in what 2005, yeah. And so, uh, we we ended, and then he kind of like walked over to my dad, like he's like, Well, you know, he technically he, he's just kind of like joking around, he's like, But I guess we'll give it uh, to him. And I'm like, Oh, god, thank you. <laughs> oh, if I had failed, because then it's the whole thing about like you heard when people fail the driving test at school. Oh, yeah, like this is not just something like. Okay, I guess I'll come back next week. You know, like a normal human being would say. You'd go back and you'd just get roasted by everyone you knew. And I wasn't going to face that. It wasn't going to happen to me, Felix. It wasn't going to happen. So how'd you drive me? I aced the parallel parking. What about you? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) So I got it. And then I drove. I was driving back. And uh, my dad was like, if you want, if you want, chief, you can... uh, just drop me off at work and you can take that car right back to school and you can drive it home all by yourself. And I was like, you are truly the best father anyone could ever want. (laughs) So I took 45 minutes to parallel park in front of his office. Uh, And he's like, I take it back. Yeah. Leave the keys. But him getting out, I still remember the feeling and where I was in the street of like letting him out. And then I'm just like, I have this vehicle all to myself. Wow. It was amazing. See, I'm I'm terrified of the day that that happens with my kiddos. Just to be like, here. Well, you know, granted, right now they're six and four, so right, no, you got not, some time. Not throwing a six-year-old some keys. Yeah. Uh, although I will say, I was watching uh, the six-year-old Lucy play Mario Kart tonight. Uh oh. And I don't know how she learned how to drift. But she was drifting like a champion. Like yeah. just watch. And I was like, "What? How did? How did you learn how to do that? Like Fast and the Furious three style? Oh, it was like perfect. She's drifting <laughs> along these turns, and you had to let go and yeah. then gun it. And like, okay, okay. Oh, man. And she perfectly parallel parked on Mario <laughs> Circuit one. And she gave herself a driver's license. <laughs> she photoshopped it together herself. <laughs> Where'd she get those skills? She has all these skills. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know. Like I was not gung ho about getting my driver's license. That does not surprise <laughs> me at all. Cuz what what held you back? Were you afraid that you'd fail? Did you just not care? I think a lot of Some it people had like to that. do a lot <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. This Some, is a, it's is this fine. a safe place. It's a safe place, man. <laughs> Were you scared? Were, Were you, you scared? afraid? Hey, did Were someone you afraid? Did the driving instructor hurt you when you tried to parallel park cuz he didn't do that to me? He didn't do that to me. Things were fine. He Thing kept was, his- I aced it. I aced the test. I uh I had so many hours of driving practice under my belt because we moved cross country from San Diego to Virginia. And I mean, most of the time you're on the interstate, but you have to pull off for gas, go to the restroom, go to the restaurant, stuff like that. And so, I mean, just I was the one who drove quite a bit. We had two cars. So I was always either driving my mom's car or my dad's car. It it wasn't for the lack of practice. And I think a, a, a big factor was... We moved to Virginia my junior year in high school. I didn't know anybody. I didn't know 
where I could go with the car. Like, But wouldn't that make you want to have that freedom even more? You'd think, but the, the big drive for a lot of kids is like, oh, now my friends can get in the car with me. We can go to the movies. We can go to the mall. We can go hang out at so-and-so's house. Like, I didn't have any of that. I just didn't know anybody. So I was like, man, I when I got my driver's license, I spent more time just going into the city and just hanging out by myself mm. God, this is turning into a sad episode. Yeah, here we go. Um, and I would cry An alone. Chat <laughs> Songs about someone dying. <laughs> Which is what happened. Oh, no. Uh, just uh, too many chairs. What if it was just too many chairs at a table? Just a lot of chairs, man. <laughs> it's the opposite of musical chairs. Yeah. like It's too yeah. many chairs. <laughs> it's the worst game. Acapella chairs. <laughs> I would just drive and like go get a coffee, sit in a bookstore. <laughs> He just wanted to drive. I just wanted to go like by myself because like until then I never had freedom willy nilly. Right. Wait. So did you guys have two different cars that like your your sister could take a car and go off somewhere, and then you had your own car, and then your parents were stuck at home? Yeah. By that time in high school, my sister had her own vehicle, ah, and my gotcha. parents had two cars. And so if I wanted to go somewhere, they were just like, "Yeah, fine." And so they were very gracious, and I'm very thankful because I realized not a lot of families have that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a we had a minivan, mm. and uh, and another. My my dad had a 1993 Toyota Corolla, sexy. He just as of time no, of this recording, he just got it. Uh, September 23rd, 2019. He just got a new car. No way. That's like my dad. He made that thing last. He won't get rid of a he car. He will not get rid of it. Oh, he's he's actually about to get rid of it, but he would not get rid of How it. How many miles does it have? Like five million. <laughs> I don't know, but he's he's the guy who you would pull up somewhere, and before he'd get out of the car, he'd put the you know the foil sun visor up, totally fine, and then he'd reach in the back seat and pull out the club. Do you remember the club? The club. Oh God! Did he murder Jordan. people? No, it was this weird device that was a straight bar, but then it had uh... <laughs> dildos on both ends. <laughs> Is a straight bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you son uh, of a bitch. It was a, it was this like straight sort of bar that like had little latches in between and a key, and then two hooks that hooked into the steering oh, wheel. Oh, and it would latch and onto the door. It was like no, no, no hooking onto the steering wheel. Oh, so it would lock and the you, steering. You wheel. couldn't turn the steering wheel without the club hitting the uh, the windshield. And this thing came out in like 1994. Yeah. And my dad swore by that thing. He's like, no one's stealing my car. I'm like, dad, you, you drive a 1993 Toyota Corolla. The paint has been driven off of its <laughs> chassis. No one is going to steal that car, no matter what you do to this day. I wheel. wish you would drive this car <laughs> off a cliff. <laughs> and yet you are protecting it. And the thing about like the club, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. Is Google it called it. the club? It's called the club. Well, what happened is like when those when they were in its heyday, and and car oh, thieves yeah. wanted to steal it, steal the car, they would just cut the steering wheel. Sure, they would just like just take a saw through the middle of the steering wheel, pull it pull it off the thing, and then hotwire the car and drive away with it. It's like it wasn't doing anything in particular. It's like you know the 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 deadbolt lock on our door. Like you could kind of just kick that in. <laughs> If, if you people, wanted to. If people wanted in and you, wanted the car, gonna they were going to take way. it. Yeah. But he still, to 2019, he probably he st- still had, does? He probably still, he probably has he it on his, his new car. car. <laughs> yeah. Is that what's called? Is that the verb? I guess. Clubbing a you car? Got, you know what I like, boys? Just a good, just a good clubbing. I like a apple pie, baseball, 
clubbing a car. I just like, I just love clubbing. Nothing says America like clubbing. Just hitting, hitting the clubs, hitting the clubs every day. Your mom loves it. Oh, she's. That's how we met. That's how we fell in love. I clubbed Wait, her. I which, clubbed her car so hard. Where did you meet? It, you know, it's a straight bar. Straight bar clubbing. <laughs> the club. Straight bar clubbing. Dude, your dad's baller. It's not what it sounds like. No, stop listening to him. <laughs> He's preventing vehicle theft. He's not cool. <laughs> He's not cool at all. Okay. I, I'm, I'm kind of glad that that time in my life has passed. But I know. It's, it's not a fun uh... thing to remember. <laughs> But let's move on to the next segment, our Twitter poll, uh, Jordan, Master of Ceremonies. Yes, uh, as usual, I have bequeathed upon our audience a uh, question. Your, your gavel, you dropped it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I, just, I literally we're just very, slammed my we're beer. fully heavy tonight. <laughs> Why don't we have a soundboard yet? Why don't we have a sound guy? <laughs> His job is just to make sound. Darren, <laughs> the gavel sound. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's right next to goat. Um, yeah, so this time uh, we asked you guys, yeah, we actually had a very simple question this week. Uh, we just gave you a yes or no. Super straightforward. Uh, and this, Are we, you a car? And this, are, you, are you Owen Wilson from Pixar's Cars? <laughs> only and one, only one vote for yes. So uh, glad you're a listener. Owen, Owen, thanks for listening. <laughs> wow. But this week I asked you guys, just can you drive a stick? Mm. So obviously your options were yes, I'm better than you, or no, stop shaming me. <laughs> and I already know what we answered. What did you what actually what did you click? I you know what I clicked. I no. said I said no, stop shaming okay, me. Okay, okay. So the only reason I asked Stop focusing that, on the this. The only reason I asked that is because <laughs> earlier today your answer to that question was yeah, if I needed to, and if it was a dire situation in which I needed to drive your car, which was a stick, if for I some could. reason my wife was going into labor and I walked out and I was like, "These aren't the keys to my car. These are the keys to another car," and there it is. Oh no, it's a stick shift. I would get her to the hospital, okay? In my, that 1995 Toyota Corolla after ripping the club off the steering wheel, which the '93 Corolla that my dad drove was a stick. Of shift. course, it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I would figure out a way to drive that car. So you, you've learned at some point in your life to drive a stick. There was a time uh, my dad, I don't know why he had it. I don't know if he was he was borrowing it for some reason. I don't know where he found it. He stole it. My dad stole the car. <laughs> okay? That's the story. I just realized my there dad. There wasn't a club on the steering wheel. There wasn't a club on the It was sawed. The, the steering wheel was sawed in half. <laughs> I was like, this is hard to drive a stick. He's like, yeah, it's half a steering wheel. <laughs> it's a go-kart steering wheel, son. <laughs> I'm just throwing banana peels out the window. Uh, uh, and so, <laughs> God. Um, and so he was like, I'm gonna teach you to drive a stick. And it was, and we'd got into this, I was probably like a Honda Civic or something. It wasn't anything fun. Right. He had it for like a week. And I don't, I, I, to this, I should, I have no idea this car came from, honestly. <laughs> and, uh, but I figured out how to do it. I could drive around like the neighborhood mm-hmm. in a stick, but that's, that is the first and last time I've ever had to do it. Interesting. And okay. so I, I know it's like a feel thing. Yeah. And I know like all cars are different too when it comes to driving stick. But the, like the fundamentals are there, sure. And it's kind of like driving driving a bike. Is that what it's called? It's kind of like, like driving, like driving a, bike. a bike with a stick shift. <laughs> <laughs> That's called a motorcycle. <laughs> oh god, it's like riding a bike, mm-hmm. um, not driving a bike. That's not a thing. I, I how haven't old, how old had are you? to. I don't know, sixteen, seventeen. Okay. 
Oh, wow. like that I was in high school for sure. <clears throat> okay. Um, but the real question is, am I in the majority or the minority here? Ooh, I want to know this. Have you looked at the, at the I poll? I have not. Ooh, it's a surprise <gasps> to you too. So I guess <clears throat> this actually surprised me. Um, the majority are claiming to know how to drive a stick. Wow. And it, but it's close. 54% said that, yes, they can drive a stick. And yes, they are better than me. <laughs> they are better than I am. Uh, yeah. And uh, only 46% said, no, stop shaming me. That's a, yeah, that's a, that's a, did that's you think it was going to be, did I thought, you think majority would be able to drive stick? No, I thought a majority could not. Right. We're just at the point right now where there's like, there, there was a point where like stick shifts were, were vastly superior because of the, the fuel efficiency right, and right, everything. Right. But it's just gotten to the point now where it, it's just not, it's just more, more of like yeah. a, a feel thing or a and badge like, unless you're, or whatever. Unless it's your job to drive sports cars for a living. Right. Like people, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Honestly, my uh, the first car I bought myself was a um, a Volkswagen Rabbit, and uh, it was a 2006. Yeah, um, and it was a manual, and I loved that car. I loved driving that car, and I did wear it as a badge of honor when people were like, "Oh, can I drive your car?" I'm like, "Sure," and I throw in the keys, and they'd sit down, and they look at the thing, and go, "Oh, oh. manual." I'm like, "Oh, that sucks." <laughs> yeah, because I've never been in a group of people. I I've been in groups where like. You know, if you travel somewhere and so there's only like a certain number of cars, you know, like a group of friends or family, and then you're trying to have to consolidate who's going to take which vehicles where. And right. then someone's like, oh, you, I, I have to drive my car because no one out of these 17 people could drive a stick. <laughs> and it, it, it's it's always the thing. Like, it, it, that's always the, the problem is that the vast majority cannot mm-hmm. drive a manual. I will say it was nice to finally trade that car in. I loved that car, but it was on its way out. I traded it in, and I got a car that was a, an automatic transmission. And now when we go on trips as a family, my wife could actually help drive. Because, like, it was either we take yeah, true. the— You're kind of shooting yourself in the foot with the manual. It's true. And she knows how to drive how to drive a, um, a stick shift because, like, yeah. her dad made sure that her and her siblings knew how to, I think, in the same boat as you, like, understand at least the mechanics of it. Do it once or twice and make sure, like, if in a pinch you need to, mm-hmm. uh, tuck that knowledge away somewhere in there and then just forget about it. And yeah. so when she was like, yeah, when she literally answered the same exact way you answered today when you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, if I need to, you know, when she said that when we first started dating and she's like, yeah, I'll drive your car. I know how if I ever you know, need to. And we get the car, and I swore that thing was like we were having an exorcism because <laughs> that car it was doing things I didn't know it could do. It's like breaking, and then like, can you turn the notifications <laughs> off on this car, please? <laughs> it was doing endos. We were on the front wheels, and it was cru- cruising around. Yeah, she's a stunt driver. It was, it was insane. She's Jason Statham, and then so she got she got really nervous to drive that car anywhere, like even just going out with her friends. She goes, ah, I'm not taking your car. I'm like, why? <laughs> just take it. It's better. No, I'm not taking your car. But she do just, you, but do you enjoy the automatic now more the fact that you have like a, a free hand to do whatever even you may after want. even after uh almost two years of driving this car i still find myself at lights jiggling the 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 automatic transition because yeah. like if for those of you who drive stick you know what i'm talking about there's that inherent sit neutral and you, you sit neutral just... and you make sure it's neutral before you while you're holding the brake you let off the clutch yeah because if it's in first and you let the clutch the car's gonna die yeah so i I still find myself. I don't do it all the time now, but I still find myself if I'm if my my mind is kind of wandering, I'll hit the brake and then I'll jiggle them the automatic transition transition in the middle, and I'm like, oh wait, it's not moving because it's it's on 
It's not because I'm, I'm an idiot. Because I'm a dumb idiot. <laughs> and I do also find sometimes <laughs> that when the light turns green, I find my left foot reaching for the clutch. Yeah. To 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 push down and then like, ease up. Oh no, that's floor. I'm like, nope, can't. Because once again, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then the way the car like, driving. When I was driving that stick regularly, and then I would drive my wife's car. When you know, in an automatic transmission, when the car turns, when the light turns green, you just you hit the gas and yeah. you go. Yeah. In a stick. There's there's a brief moment of ease yep. you because you have to wait for the clutch to catch. The clutch. Yeah. yeah. So when I would drive her car, she goes, "Will you just go?" I'm like, "I'm sure." Tr- oh right, yeah. I just hit gas. <laughs> See, now I drive a Prius, and so it just goes slow all the time. And so <laughs> when you start a light, you're like, "Oh, is he driving?" Oh no, it's a sad, it's a sad man's car. That's there what was it is. that. I remember that one. It was like when we first started hanging. I still had that car, and we were at a red light. You were next to me, and I put pop my car in neutral. And I started revving the engine. <laughs> and then you looked over at your Prius and it was like, yeah, no, I got I got nothing. It's literally silent. <laughs> it's running on a battery. I'm revving this battery real hard, though. Yeah. Real then, hard. Then I had to get gas immediately. And, uh, <laughs> and then you kept going. And I drove for 50 more miles on an empty. <laughs> and then Elon Musk entered the chat. Well, thank you guys for voting. Uh, I like to know your opinions, even though most of you are better than me, apparently. If you'd like to participate in future polls, we usually post them at some time on Mondays before we uh, before we record. Uh, so go give us a follow over on Twitter where we post them at IDWGPod. You'll be glad you did. Now, we are on to the next part of our show. Wow. This is there. great. This is great. So we've talked about what uh, what transportation was like as kids. It was it was terrible. It's the worst. Um, we couldn't parallel park. Until you got your freedom. I feel like that's that's the thing. When we get to our verdict at the end, that's the thing that's hard because balancing the freedom of driving a car by yourself and going wherever the hell I wanted to go. Is, was so much more satisfying as, as a teenager sure. than it is now. Oh, I take it. I take for granted so much now. Save it, baby. Save but it. Let's get. Let's just wait. Save let's wait. It. Oh wait. All right now we're talking about boring ass adults. <laughs> 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 what it's like now. I have to start this segment with this with a brief story. Okay. My <clears throat> my wife. My wife. <laughs> my wife. Is it? Is it? Are we ever going to get past that as, no. as a human race? No, that's no? that's part of the okay. human you just culture have to say now. It. Okay, so yeah. okay. so my wife, uh, Sarah, is a dental hygienist, so she sees many a patient during the week. And um, just last week, she had um, a teenage patient come in, and so she, uh, Sarah went out to the waiting room and she saw her. And she goes, "Oh, your your parents are here." She goes, "No, I I I took an Uber." She goes, "Oh, okay. Well, let's come on back." And so she has her in the chair and she's cleaning her teeth, and then. Sarah says, wait, do you have an Uber allowance? And she said, yeah, I have an Uber allowance. And so Wait, they, it's they, like a thing that people know they about? They started talking about it, and it's it's a thing now. And of course, like the the 35-year-old me scoffed. I was like, huh, kids. And then I thought about like my kids getting older. I'm like, no, that makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> that makes so much sense. There's like the idea of like, oh, I got to cut this thing short that I'm at as an adult because I have to go take them here and then do this and this. And, the, you know, if it's just like every day. That is the most privileged thing I've ever heard in my life. Insane, right? Yeah. 
I have an Uber allowance. I just heard uh, there's an account called Overheard LA, and then there's Overheard New York on Instagram, and it's literally just things that I don't I don't know how it works. I don't know the science behind it, yeah. but it's, it's supposedly things that are it's pretty self explanatory. Overheard in these cities that are very uh, specific to those cities, right? Right. And one this is from Overheard LA, and it says instructor, and this is in quotes. Uh, let's congratulate Michelle on her one thousandth ride. Congrats. <laughs> You spent $30,000 on this company <laughs> and own zero stake. Uh, $30,000. That's insane. To have strangers drive you places. And we do it all the time. And potentially get murdered. Readily, readily and willingly. Like, we're just, we're about it, man. It's so true. It's, it's so, convenient. so convenient. It's so easy. Which is just crazy. Like, you think about the taxi service just in general. Yeah, it was there. It, it's always existed. Yeah. But the, like the sheer idea of having to pick up a phone or stand out in the street and hope, like it's just that that little hurdle, right? That That's what revolutionized an entire ride sharing And industry. destroyed the taxi service. It's crazy. It's insane. <sighs> but I'm about it. I mean, there was like you and Hannah, you were, you were in Texas yeah. and waiting for me to come like hang out with you guys because I had the car, but you were like, "Oh no, it's fine. We'll hang out for a few days and just not have our own car. We'll just Uber everywhere." Like, and that's a thing you can it's do. Literally, what we did. And it's now there's fantastic. there's so many types of transportation too. It's not just cars. You don't have to splurge on an mm-hmm. air conditioned vehicle. Mm-hmm. We can we can manage if it's like a, a mile and a half away. We can sweat it out in Austin and take like scooters or electric bicycles that we don't own that mm-hmm. are just like parked on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At our convenience, yeah, and they're they're everywhere. They like, are just, and you can use your app if you can't find one right away. Love them, It'll or hate them. Find them for you. Love them or hate them. If you're a tourist, they are your lifeblood. Yes. But it, I feel like, and we we live in a tourist town, and I feel like I don't hate the scooters as much as a lot of people do. Right. Um. I saw, <laughs> I saw a tweet uh, the other day. It said, "I'm willing to die in an electric scooter if it will help me get them banned sooner." <laughs> <laughs> the hero we don't deserve the hero we need because bruce wayne tweeted that <laughs> it's just uh, christian bale yeah bailing on a scooter nice. hey, thank you guys so much for listening this was <laughs> and we're done this is our last <laughs> show uh, christian bale just kicks the door you seem like a nice guy what are you doing here <laughs> impersonating me <laughs> it's not a bad christian bale that's not bad at all all right um but i feel like those scooters you either love them or you hate them like people cannot stand them and then i'm kind of just indifferent actually. i yeah I, I i like them and i think it's just it's the people who who have a hard time with just change in general yeah and you know i have i, ca- I catch myself doing it a lot just like when when sarah told me the story about the the uber allowance i was like <laughs> instantly oh, wait, scoff no, that's a great idea <laughs> you almost have to kind of think about it and like oh well yeah that that makes a lot of sense and, and that's i feel like that's the way things are going to be it's not just like Yes, things have changed now since we were kids, but I feel like things are ch- going to be changing at such a more rapid pace, mm. too. Mm. The advancements in, in transportation technology, yeah. I mean, there, there's, it's going to, people are ke- going to keep throwing things out there to make it easier I'm and easier. I'm convinced that we're going to get to a point as a society, and I, I, it'd be cool to see it in my lifetime, but the way Uber works now, where you, you pay money into an app and then a live person, uh, for better or worse, pulls up in a car and then you get in and it drives away. It's going to be that same system, but 
self-driving cars. Right. It's just not going to be people. And look, look, so the seats, just like the station wagon, mm. I feel like the seats are not going to be four seats facing They'll forward. they all face backwards. They're, no, <laughs> oh, wait. What were you saying? No seats. No just a floor. Seats. Just a dance no, 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 actually, floor. Actually, no floor. Just B-boy battles. And you have to push the car with your feet, Flintstone style. Wow. No gas, no electricity. And then from the second story of your office building, you have to slide down a, a brontosaurus, brontosaurus tail. Neck. You know. Uh-huh. A tail to the neck. To the no, ne- no, the the neck to neck the tail. To the tail. Yep. And then yeah. you, and then someone pulls on a toucan's tail From the window to the wall. Yep, and to <laughs> this took a turn I did not expect. <laughs> you could hear the gears grinding to a halt. <laughs> but I feel like all the all the chairs are going to turn like into like a conference style. Yeah, like they're because they there's no need for chairs to face yep. all face forward mm-hmm. unless you get car sick when you're reading a magazine. Oof. Like some people. Yeah. Um, while but, driving. While driving. Who knows? Have you been in a self-driving car yet? No. Yeah. Have okay. you? I have. It's very a Tesla disorienting. Yes, I've okay. been in the passenger seat of one, and uh, from a, like a major busy road onto the interstate, it yeah. did it by itself, and I I was I was terrified. Very uneasy. Just so scared, and you could tell that the person who was driving was like, yeah, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were like, ah, yeah. ah, like ah. you could tell that they hadn't done it like, enough to I really be fully your comfortable. Heart rate rising, <laughs> like you're Darren. making me uncomfortable. You're making me uncomfortable. You need to be more comfortable with this. It's your car. <laughs> I don't I, trust Elon enough. I just, I, I'd like to think that I'd be able to get comfortable with it, but as of right now, I, I don't know that I'd be able to. It's just there's so much of that that sort of stigma. We learn how to drive the ten and two, and then that was banned, and so it's seven and three, and like. So much of it is like hands on the wheel, hands on the wheel, hands on the wheel, eyes on the road, eyes on the, eyes on the road, that we're going to get to a point where our kids or our kids' kids are going to be like, wait, you you used to drive these death machines at 70 miles an hour on the interstate? And it was you controlled, controlled by humans? You did this? What? What are you talking like, about? Yeah, and everyone died. So many people died. Your radiation really heavy phones you'd put right up to your brains? <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Yeah, we were we were very dumb we in 2019. Were so stupid, you don't even understand. And they're driving like the Minority Report cars. That, like, <laughs> they go are. up on the side. They're yeah. all uh, they're bathing in milk and telling the future. <laughs> they're all Audis. Man, I oh, can't wait God. for the future. Man, I can't it's wait just... to to birth three twins who can tell the future and <laughs> on, a, on a lottery ball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with my power gloves. <laughs> it's like the mouse trap contraption. <laughs> yeah, what, right. Like, it goes that's, down. <laughs> that's the best. It, you know, it would just be a text message. It'd just be yeah. like. Oh yeah, he's gonna kill that guy. You had to wait for the stupid ball. Like, who's it gonna be? B thirteen. <laughs> Just a guy with a cage rattling him around. <laughs> who's it gonna be? The big winner. You got the elderly couple in the front with a gigantic bingo markers. <laughs> In the library with a candlestick. There's one guy with a sniper rifle. Just, <laughs> just one shot. It's done. Next ball. ball. Still rolling. Next ball. God. So the future looks the great. rad, man. It's looking it's so, so awesome. I'm so, so excited. <laughs> so transportation. Um, I love that electric vehicles, just you know, cars, scooters, skateboards, like all that stuff. It's just becoming more and more mainstream. But the big thing is going to be planes. Ooh. I want I want self-flying planes. Ooh. It's also so scary for me to say that. Yeah. I didn't realize it until I just said it. I don't know. Because I'm already like uneasy. That's the reason why we talked about it a little bit. I think we, in the visiting family episode, how my fear of flying when I was really little. And I, I it was just the idea that like, I don't know who's driving this plane. Yeah. I don't know who's flying this. You know, the captain would uh, go over the intercom system at the uh, beginning of the flight and say, uh, 
I don't. I don't. I've been flying this plane for. It's me, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Who's ready to fly to San Antonio? Yeah, fears confirmed, Dad. Let's get off this plane. Oh God, Dad, he's not wearing a shirt. I got my rollerblades. How Let's is, go. Why isn't he wearing a shirt, Dad? <laughs> Dad. He's like, let's do breathing exercises, son. <laughs> But that was the thing is like, I didn't trust. I don't know. Like my parents driving a car. Yeah. Number one, driving a car every day. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Driving a plane. I don't know when I've driven, ridden in a plane. Yeah. I, and then I don't know who this is. I can't see behind this curtain to first class. I'm in a death tube in the sky. <laughs> Self-flying. I mean, if you think about it, it's stupid. No one understands why flying works. Scientists uh, don't even know. Oh, well, yeah. Orville, right? Orville and Wilbur Redenbacher did yeah. it on accident. Yeah. They were yeah. making popcorn. One and flew then, a little too far. To the sun. To the, I think I've invented a plane. <laughs> a what? <laughs> a plane. <laughs> Why are you saying it like that? Just say plane. <laughs> a blur. A blur. <laughs> he was having a stroke. And then it was just Orville. He was the only one left. <laughs> one went to invent popcorn and invented the modern airplane. <laughs> oh, the Redenbacher brothers. <laughs> North Carolina. First in flight, buttery popcorn. Gotta love them. Delicious. All right, let's, uh... Wait, first of all, oh. wait. Oh. Speaking of flying... Oh. Window or aisle? Where are you going? Oh, me? Window yeah. seat, baby. Why? I wanna Why? S- I want to see the world. <laughs> I want to... S- I want to sing. I want to sing your hand, Aladdin. This is when I hate that it's not a visual podcast. Your hand gestures are so fabulous. <laughs> um, but you don't see... It's just clouds. You see nothing. You see something for the first minute maybe and the last 30 seconds maybe sure but there's also something to be said about that sort of like psychological looking out and seeing that you're continuing to move yeah you can feel the plane you can hear it you know you're going somewhere some some planes have like the digital screen but then it's the equivalent of like when you're in a car and you look out the window stop shaking your head i know and you look out the window (laughs) and your mind just kind of spaces out because you're just watching the world literally fly by it's fantastic. It's a great feeling. You know what's Whereas a better if feeling? You're on the you know what's a better feeling? And you're watching guy in G13 pick his nose. <laughs> He's not wearing shoes. Sir, you need to be wearing shoes. I could be looking out at the clouds and watching Aladdin Princess Jasmine fly by. I'm watching you pick crap out of your toes. I'm sorry, what were you saying? You know what's better? <laughs> not bad. The freedom. <laughs> What if you're sitting there in 13A, right? You're sitting yeah. right in front of your 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 nice little cool window mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. you fly above sure, sure, at sure, sure, 16,000 sure. feet, sure. right? Yeah. But then you look over and you're at, at 13B. Yeah. Did I say 13A? Yeah. 13B. Uh-huh. He's over there with his grimy toes right there next to you. How heavy is he? I don't know. He's up over 300 pounds, right? His, his doctors told him he needs to consider his diet more, but yeah. no, he doesn't care. He's got one life to live. YOLO, going to mm. go to McDonald's yet again. Mm. Maybe I'll sit in a middle seat and inconvenience everybody. <laughs> but you know who, who doesn't have to worry about that? The guy in the aisle seat who's not trapped between a falling and plummeting to his death and a giant man sitting next to you with with some kind of fungus in his lower region of his body. No one Don't wants that. Don't you dare close your eyes. <laughs> Hold your breath, it gets... Jordan, did you just see that? He was up, literally on a magic carpet. Oh, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't see I it. wasn't. I was going to the bathroom <laughs> at my convenience whenever I wanted to. Hey, repeat after me. Repeat after me. <clears throat> Excuse me, can you get up real quick? I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, I just had a panic attack. <laughs> I had seven panic attacks while I was saying you that. You know what? You don't even have to say this. Here's what you do. I'm going to I'm gonna explain <laughs> the motions I'm doing. Unbuckle the seatbelt while looking over. 
begin to stand up. When they look at you, just point to the back and but mumble. What if, what if, and mumble. What if it's a 77-year-old woman who's invested? No, no, no. She's not invested in her Sudoku anymore. This is two hours into the flight, right? She is she is fast asleep. You only have to say key words to. Excuse me. But getting, you don't understand. This woman, she has osteoporosis, Felix. Standing up could kill her. She could die. Full bladder. You could murder a woman in order to pee Tinkle in the sky. That's all you have to say. Just say a couple words. Just make eye contact and say bladder, and then <laughs> get up. Or and then Glennis is gonna move. It's not even a real name. <laughs> it's not even a real name. No one in the history of the human race has been named that. <laughs> On to the next segment of the show, Onward. Forward Motion, the things that we do to continue onwards. We're in the, the news time section of our podcast, but tonight you have a quiz for us. Do I you do. Not? I don't think we should call it news time anymore. I think we should call okay. it. Okay. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, I think we, uh, it was a few episodes back. I, I don't I don't know what we're going to call it. I don't. Thingamabobs and whatnots. Thingamabobs and whatnots. You do remember. It's written right here. You do listen to, oh. Oh, you don't listen to our show. I remember. You read words. <laughs> Thingamabobs and whatnots. Love it. We're back to the segment because sometimes it's news. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a quiz. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's little fun facts. You never know. Sometimes we fight for, for our lives and our honor. We just fight club. But this week, we got a quiz. And uh, I'm going to be honest. I don't know the questions. I don't Same. know the answers. Same. And this week, it is coming from factmonster.com nice and it's a it's it's very they didn't take a lot of creative liberties here it's just called the transportation quiz okay okay are you ready for this so there are actual right and wrong answers for there this. are right and wrong answers oh boy i'm all right. very bad at these go okay. ahead i am too all right question number one mm. out of ten. Oh. sputnik yeah the first satellite to go into orbit uh-huh. was closest in size to <gasps> A, a basketball. Oh. B, a baseball. Oh. C, a medicine ball. Oh. Are those not all the same size? <laughs> I feel like a basketball and a medicine ball are like roughly the same size. Yeah. Right? I feel medicine ball's bigger, right? I'm going to say medicine ball because it's the biggest. And for a satellite to go into orbit, medicine balls are bigger than basketball. You could basketballs? see Sputnik from Earth. You could see it like flying over. It had to be as big as possible, right? And medicine balls are bigger than basketballs. I think so. Well, then, medicine ball, final answer. Let's do it. I like to phone a friend. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, we got it wrong. It's a basketball. Is a basketball Sputnik. bigger than a medicine ball? <laughs> That's, this, isn't, this isn't fair if we don't know the size of sports balls. We don't know. What We're sport do they use medicine balls in? And, and is this in a dermatology ball? <laughs> what is this? I don't Welcome know. Welcome to the surgeon's Sputnik, ball. the size of, of a basketball, was launched by the Soviet Union on October 5th, 1950s. But wait, you could see it from space? You could see it. It's, I mean, it's in space. You could see it from... So if you're in space, you, you could, could see, see it? it in space? It's not invisible? I actually had this really irrational nightmare when I was a kid that I was on the back of a spaceship in an astronaut, like full gear, and I wasn't tethered to the spaceship. And for some reason, we were playing basketball on the back open deck of a spaceship, and the ball bounced like it does in space. Yeah. And I jumped after it and I never caught it. And I just drifted away from the spaceship. And I've been I've had this irrational fear of drifting away from the spaceship. Oh, you you've honestly told you told me about that fear before. 
And then I watched Gravity and all was lost. It was fine. Uh, I'm not broken. Gosh. Question number two. In a canal, locks are areas where A, tolls are paid, mm. B, only small boats may pass, mm. or C, a boat is lowered or raised from one water level to another. I'm going to say that one. Final answer. Let's go. C. I'm saying, still saying medicine C. ball. All right. C, a boat is lowered <laughs> and raised. And locks, look at that. We got it right. Locks and dams, right? Locks, bagels are delicious. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we got it right. All right. Question number three. The old nickname Iron Horse referred to the A, train, B, the automobile, or C, the steamship. I'm gonna, Iron horse? Iron horse? I'm going to say train. Uh, train. I'm going to say train. Because I feel like they use horsepower in automobiles, but there's like, there's so many horses, right? So okay. one iron horse. One horse. But that'd be fat. That'd be more horse. I'm still saying train. One horsepower. Because who's going to talk about steamship? Why would anyone talk about it? What horses is a steamship? Wait, can they? Stupid. Why would it? That's, why would a, sea, it, that's a seahorse. That's a seahorse, you dummies. <laughs> we know you. We know this. It's a train. Is it? It's a train. It's a train! Yep, in 19... Nope, in words. In, 1999. <laughs> the seahorse was invented. Engineered by NASA. In 1844, a Brooklyn newspaper described a new train as a powerful horse. The iron horse with its lungs of brass and sinews of steel came dashing along at a furious rate. Ooh, an old lady having a fever dream. of smoke and flame and from its nostrils, <laughs> the comparison stuck. All right, number four. The first elevator was made in, oh no, it's dates. I don't know dates. Oh. 1889, I don't know dates that I've studied. 1889, oh. 1853, or 230 BC. Whoa! Ooh, I'm gonna go, I'm with, gonna that go with that one. Yeah. That's, that's one of those like outliers. Yeah. They're trying to get you, they're trying to get you. Why would they put that on there if that wasn't the answer? Of course it's right. The Greek mathematician Archimedes developed the first elevator around 230 BC. It was very inconvenient because it had to be pulled by people or animals. A safe modern elevator was invented in 1853, and the electric elevator made its first appearance in 1889. <laughs> it's just a bucket on a string. Yeah, it's, it's a... This is gonna be great! <laughs> it's a dumbwaiter. That's all that is. Question five. In 1927, when Charles Lindbergh became mm. the first person to fly across the Atlantic, the journey took him seven hours. Wrong. Uh, B, 22 hours. Or C, 33 hours. I'm gonna say B. I want to say C, 33. Ooh, ooh. Which should we pick? <gasps> Seven hours. <laughs> Correct answer, 33 hours. Hey, I know. I thought maybe he was just real fast. I know old planes. Uh, it took Lindbergh 33 and a half hours to cross the Atlantic ooh. Ocean in the spirit of St. Louis, his single-engine plane. Question number six. Mm. The first wheels were made of A, wood, B, stone, C, metal. I think we've all seen the Flintstones, you dummies. It's made of stone, right? I'm gonna, it say, I'm gonna say wood. You're gonna say wood? I'm gonna say wood. You gonna say wood? I'm a, I would. I you would gonna, do you that. Would. I you would. would. It's made of stone. No. It's made of stone. Your boy knows transportation. No. Although the wheel was invented during the Bronze Age, the earliest examples were made of stone. They look okay. like flat pancakes with holes in the middle. That's They just described a wheel. They described what a wheel looks like. Uh, they were used in pottery and to pull carts. Who knew? I did. <laughs> Number seven, the first balloon trip transported, A, two French brothers, oh. may or may not have been Redenbachers, 
B, an American circus family. Cargo of popcorn. <laughs> Just full of popcorn. B, uh, an American circus family. Or C, a duck, a sheep, and a rooster. I want to say a duck, a sheep, and a rooster. I'm not going to say that one because that's like that um, that riddle about trying to get things across. Oh, now I'm rethinking my answer. Yeah, A. Two French, French brothers. brothers. French brothers. It's C, isn't it? It's C, a duck, a sheep, and a rooster. <laughs> This is dumb, man. I'm so I'm so good at quizzes, man. (laughs) On June fifth, seventeen eighty three, the Montgolfier brothers in France sent a duck, a sheep, and a rooster into the air. What an odd collection of animals to say. Let's test this for eight minutes. The animals returned safely, thus paving the way for human balloon travel (laughs) to begin (laughs) later that year. Well, the duck made it. (laughs) I guess it's time for us to travel around the world. If a sheep can make it, (laughs) I can. Me, a Frenchman, (laughs) can definitely make it. (laughs) Question number eight. The first subway system was built in A, New York, B, London, C, Paris. Mm, London. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say New York. I think you're right though. Nah, it's London. Hey, you got one right. You got one the over London me. London Underground. London subway systems, the first and still the largest in the world. I don't know why. Why? Uh, why? Opened in 1863. Boston's system is the oldest in the United States. Hey, it was opened in 1897. Hey. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, the Ninja Turtles. I'm just. I'm even. I like how they're just like. Not only were you wrong, you were even more wrong <laughs> with your answer of New York, you dummy. <laughs> Grow your mind a little bit, man. <laughs> Question number nine. The first bicycles were powered by A, using foot pedals, B, using a steel bar like an oar, or C, pushing the feet against the ground. That one. I'm going to say that one, too. I like Balance that one. Bike. That sounds right. Pushing thy feet against the ground mm. is correct. The first bicycles, much like scooters, were powered by pushing the feet against the ground. Foot pedals were added in Scotland mm. in 1839. Which I have to wonder, like, you know, the first time you ever ride a bike. That's y- what you do anyway. You don't, I mean, you like you don't ride a bike the first time you ride a bike. You have to have your mom or your dad like there saying like, nope, try it again, dummy. You can do it. And you're like, no, balance doesn't make sense. This shouldn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. But then, like, the first person who ever did it had to at some point be like, I feel like this is possible. (laughs) Yeah. It just doesn't seem like it should be possible. It shouldn't be. It's like like flying in a tube in in, in the sky. Yeah. When you're aisle seat, where you're so comfortable. Soon to be no, no pilots. Soon to be. All window seats. Soon to be. I don't like that. Just single question. Seats. Question. <laughs> it's not. It's not economical at all. Just windows in the middle of the aisle that you can look, all look middle across G thirteen. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Question number ten. The final question. The covers on covered wagons were made of a deer skin, mm. b canvas, or c wool. B. Canvas. I'm gonna say canvas too. That sounds right. I've played Oregon Trail enough. And we are correct. Hey. Canvas, the covered wagons known as Camels of the Prairie, of course, were covered with canvas. From 1725 until the 1830s, these sturdy wagons, which could even float on water, mm. transported most westward travelers. Until they died of dysentery. You know they did. <laughs> so there you go. You probably did better than we did. We're not good at quizzes. What mm. do we know? <laughs> <laughs> we just ended it there. 
But that takes us to the end of our time. Thank you for coming along with us on this journey. <laughs> but uh, it's it's verdict time. Oh, it's that time. It is. It is. It's the end of our show. We're well, back we take again. all this scientific evidence that we've uh, thrown at your ear holes, and we decide, was transportation better as kids? Or is it better now as adults? It looks like uh, Jordan went first last time. So I'm gonna go first. Wrap it up for us. Uh, this time, Let wrap it up. Let me know what you think. Nice, neat little bow. All right, let's see. I'm gonna go with uh, adults. It's oh, better yeah. now. You're not even gonna make me wonder. It's better now. Okay. It's better now. Um, I uh, I can go wherever I want, even though at times I don't actually like driving. I'm not a big fan of like being the one who's responsible for taking the car to places, blah, blah, blah. But it's that amount of freedom that I, I'm instilled with now where I can say, I can get on the bike that I paid for and ride down the street. I can get in one of two cars that the bank paid for and we're paying them back and letting us borrow while we do so. Uh, or I could buy a plane ticket or a train ticket or any of those things with my own damn money. And I can transport myself to another location. Fair enough. Mm. I was very confident that I was going to agree with you. Mm. See, I mean, when you're an adult, you do have the freedom exponentially grows as your as your bank account grows. You can you can go further. You can you can take trips. You can do what you want, and that's awesome. However, mm-hmm. I think you don't appreciate the travel process as much because it's less of a novel thing when mm-hmm. you're an adult. I think when I'm a kid. Um, as terrified as I was of plane travel when I was a kid, I've, I learned to appreciate it. And when I did, I, I thought it was so cool. Like mm-hmm. every time I got to do it, especially once I got to the age where like dropping money for a plane ticket, it was a huge deal. I mean, still, it's pretty expensive to drop a plane ticket. But like back then it was like, I got to really want to do this thing. And right. then you get to go and you're just like, oh my gosh, this is this a is new a, place. Amazing. It's been here the whole time. And then like being able to go to just, just drive, have the freedom mm. of my 2000 Nissan Sentra. <laughs> and, and, and I'm just like, I'm just scrolling through my iPod mm. with the click wheel and I'm finding it's, it's not, it's black and white. It's the first, it's not this. I think it's a second gen. And I, you know, it's it's the slightly bigger hard drive, so I can fit all those songs that I probably still haven't listened to to this day. Mm-hmm. And I'm making playlists for 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 girls, and I'm I'm you know maybe they'll like me when I'm listening to this emotional punk rock music. <laughs> but it's it's all happening in that vehicle, you know. It's you. It's the freedom, and I'm doing it in the in the parking lot of a sad coffee shop with hipsters or whatever the equivalent for hipsters are in the early 2000s, and just doing that. And being able to get out of my house and get away from school, I could skip school by train. You know, I could drive my car away to freedom or wherever I wanted to go. I, it, there's the possibilities, even if, if driving 15 minutes away seems so much more worth it to to just get out of there, to just just go, just mm. drive mm. wherever my heart wants to take me. Mm. And my little four wheeled vehicle, it was so much better. And now I just dread driving anywhere. Doesn't matter where it's where it is. I just don't like going. <laughs> don't like driving. I don't like the. I like getting there. I like being there. But the sure. whole driving process, whether I'm driving or riding, is not as fun. Yep. So transportation itself, I'm gonna say, it's better as a kid. It's mm. better as a teenager. There you go. Well, it's that that early age when you first are 
are able to have that freedom. It's that novelty. But it's you're the still novelty. not quite a grown up yet. Yeah. And I think that outweighs the being trapped in your in your uh your cage with four wheels with your mom. Sure. Yeah. I'm still vastly disappointed that uh the future that we are currently living in has uh very few jetpacks. Yes, like very like a remarkably like you get like small amount. You get like one like one piece of video coverage on like a YouTube video per year. And it's like, look at this guy who spent nine million dollars on this single jetpack and yeah. he looks dumb. Looks he, like an idiot. He doesn't look cool like the jetpacks we were promised when we were children. No, this guy's got stupid like vacuum arm. cleaners on his arm. Stupid. And his stupid. helmet looks dumb because he designed it and he's blinded one eye. Like, yeah. He just looks so dumb. He's not Tony Stark. Until jetpacks are a thing. Until Iron Man's real. <laughs> Until the Avengers are a real thing and they're fighting uh, evil. Transportation. It sucks. But thank you guys for listening. And if you want to follow along with any of our polls or our questions or just overall shenanigans over on Twitter, hit us up at IDWGUPod. And also, we take pictures of the beer that we consume every episode. And you can follow us over on Instagram at IDWGUPod. I just bought seven pairs of soaps. <laughs> Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. If you like what we're doing here, do us a huge favor and leave us a positive review because it really helps the podcast out. And if you don't like what we're doing here, you know, leave us a positive review and we'll know it's sarcastic and we'll take that to heart and we'll feel really bad about it. So either way, you're, you're doing us a favor. I, I will feel really bad about it. I will too.